0: Welcome to the Borealis Experience. I'm your host Aurora, life coach and companion on this beautiful journey called life. I know life is not always beautiful and easy and fluffy and rainbow and unicorns. It can get pretty rough at times and that is the time when we need to reach out we need to ask for help we need to open up and admit to where we're standing at if you want to learn more about being raw and honest with yourself go back to my latest episode called can you admit to where you're standing at with a coach you will also explore your strengths you will be reminded of who you are and what you're made of and that is usually a very very strong tool to push you through challenging times and to get you to a place of contentment and even success. With a coach you can also explore what your weaknesses are and not to put you in a box and to keep you in victim mentality but to become aware of the beliefs and things let's call them that hold you back in life sometimes it's hard to see them yourself and when you get them gently pointed out by a neutral person so to say It is easier to make changes that are sustainable, that are going to affect your life in a very positive way. Let's dive into today's episode. I want to talk about childlike behavior that we want to embrace again. It is so important to not forget how important playfulness is. and today I don't want to talk about playfulness only I want to talk about things that we can learn from children and you don't necessarily have to be around children you don't necessarily necessarily have to like children when we talk about being childlike again it is just necessary to remember how it was to be a child and to Today as an adult give yourself what you didn't receive back then as a child. As a child we are way more present with what's going on right now. Yes, we maybe remember a couple of painful experiences, but our life has not been long enough and our brain has been more focused about what's going on and trying to learn new things, adapting and growing. Um, And I find that very inspiring. You know, especially when the going gets tough, it is important to focus on the present and to find out what makes us feel okay, what makes us feel good, what gives us strength, what makes us feel important and seen and heard. As a child, you want to experience, you want to grow, you want to express yourself. And I know for many adults, not only parents, but adults surrounded by children, it can get really tough at times when the child is expressing his or her needs because it comes out so randomly. You know, you go for a walk and all of a sudden the child has to go to the bathroom or you go to the cinema, to the movie theater, and all of a sudden the child uh, expresses that he is hungry. As an adult, we have learned that we have control over our physical needs and we know our body enough. We know that... Yes, if we are hungry now, we will be able to wait an hour or two and will not die from this. But as a child, you express your needs right away. When it comes to pain, when it comes to discomfort, a child is very hard to force uh, to be sitting for several hours a day. I know we all do this to children at school, but you see the wild children (laughs) out there that are just not made to be sitting and that's perfectly fine because it's uncomfortable so where as an adult have we started to compromise a little bit too much to a point that we are abusing ourselves in order to wanting to fit in because as a child We learn, okay, now we're not supposed to ask questions. Okay, now we're supposed to be quiet. Or now we're not supposed to be thirsty or hungry. Now we're supposed to be sleeping. Now we're supposed to be awake. We learn to fit into society. But we also unlearn who we are at the same time. And I find it very, very interesting as an adult to see Where are you cutting yourself short? Where are you being too rigid with yourself? Where do you not allow yourself to be authentic and real? Where do you hold back? Where do you suppress? As a child, you're constantly learning new stuff. And you're fascinated by the weirdest, smallest things. And now, don't get me wrong, it's not about being silly and finding everything exciting again. But can we bring a little more joy and curiosity and excitement back into our lives? For instance, next time you bite into a peach... I don't know, the next time you're going to have a peach in your hand, and maybe you don't like peaches, but something really yummy and juicy. Bite into it as if it was the first time. Bite into it thinking of all the people who made it possible for you to have this peach in your hand now. Learn new hobbies. Learn to exercise in a different way explore your body learn to see where you're holding back where your inner dialogue is similar to man I really would like to experience this again but I am too old but I'm not made for this but I don't have enough money but my body is not going to be like not going to be able to enjoy this. What are the beliefs that are holding you back when there is something that you're actually really excited to experience? Of course, there's lots of differences between children. you know there's children that are very. Um, shy and scared easily and not really adventurous and there's children that are totally you know they do first and then think Um, but we can learn from both. I feel both are inherently authentic. They feel okay with who they are until the adults come around most of the time of course not all parents but most of the time and try to change them Because they feel they're going to help them to fit in better. Where did you stop having fun? When did you stop having fun? Was it a comment from a neighbor, from a parent, from a sibling that made you stop dreaming? Is it conclusions that you made about yourself after your first huge heartbreak? What are the things that you are inherently curious about but you're too shy to explore? And this can really be everything. Another thing I'd like to address today is that sometimes we rejected a dream Because at that time, we were surrounded by people who were not in alignment with that dream or people who were living this dream already, and we thought we don't have it in us to do the same. We don't have the same resources, so we don't deserve to have the same amount of joy, pleasure, and fun like the person we are observing It is really important to see who are you surrounding yourself with and are these people making it possible for you to be playful, to expand and to grow? Or are you playing small with the people you surround yourself? Is it people that are in your life because you want to take care of them and you don't want to make them feel bad in all of a sudden being a different person, being yourself again, you know. Sometimes we lose the people that we surround ourselves in in becoming ourselves, and it is a natural process. It's a necessary evil, but sometimes we stay stuck in a situation because we are scared to lose the people. We don't want to be alone. We want to be long. But then again, you're cheating. You're cheating yourself into a situation that is not good. You're not being honest with yourself. You're trying to fit in at all costs. You're trying to stay in your little comfort zone at all cost, but it is going to cost you at some point, be it physical illness, be it mental illness. You know, depression doesn't come from nowhere. It comes from suppressing. It comes from not being able to express yourself anymore. This is what makes us feel numb. It is not the cause in everybody who's fighting depression. I'm very aware of that. But most of the people I talk to, I get to know on a deeper level that are fighting depression, have learned to suppress their voice, their soul, and that started to make them seriously sick. So I invite you to explore your childlike behavior. And again, I don't mean by that that tonight at the dinner table you throw around with your spaghetti sauce. I mean be curious. See wherever you can find joy. And what I've noticed in myself over the last couple of weeks is the world is crumbling. The world is in a deep suffering state and chaos. Can I allow myself to be happy and content and joyful? No, I need to be sad. I need to be suffering as well. And that is wrong. Yes, I can be sad. I can feel the suffering from others. I can feel my own suffering But if I'm ready again to be joyful, to be my powerful self, then it is my duty to live up to that and to express it and to show it in order to inspire the people around me, in order to give people hope, in order to remind people that, hey, if we are to all disappear from this world on one day or another why should we not be doing something meaningful we shouldn't be sitting there in fear and sadness I think we should start and go do something meaningful be it for ourselves or for somebody else live your authentic truth to the best of your ability And you will know who you are and you will make the decisions that are best for you. And those decisions are going to have a huge positive impact on your community, on society, on humanity as a whole. Thank you so much for listening today. If you haven't already, please subscribe. If you want to buy me a coffee, please do so. The link is in the show notes. And if you feel ready to start a journey to self-discovery, if you want to jump on a free 60 minute call with me, don't hold back and shoot me a message at Aurora Eggert Coaching or simply Aurora Eggert on Facebook. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.